أعوذ بالله بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد إن شاء الله we are going to proceed from where we have stopped so we'll go through some of the questions which we discussed in the previous session so then thereby we would continue متى نزلت آية الحجاب when did the آية of hijab revealed in the fifth day after hijab كم اسم ينقسم الحجاب How many categories does the hijab been categorized? Three. Which one is the first one? Wamathani. Wamathali. The third one. Exactly. When did the hat get obliged? Naam. So inshallah we are going to proceed inshallah. Asana to sadi sotu min al-hijra. The sixth year from the hijra. Gazwatuha islamu thumama. We have started. So inshallah. Okay we have accomplished to that. Okay so we are moving to Gazwat al-Hudaybiyya wa bay'at al-Ridwan. Gazwat al-Hudaybiyya and bay'at al-Ridwan. سببها أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خرج يريد مكة. The reason for that is that the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم moved out while he is intending to reach the city of مكة. خرج يريد مكة معتمرا. He went out with the intention of arriving to the city of مكة as someone that would perform umrah. So we know there is difference between umrah and Hajj. So as for the Umrah, it's any kind of, that is a devotional act in the sacred masjid that you would do before the time of Hajj. Like as for now, if you go to the Haram al-Makki, for example, to perform the Tawab, the Sa'i, so we call that act of Ibadah as Umrah. So if you perform that act of Ibadah within the, that is 10 days of Dhul-Hijjah, so that is considered as Al-Hajj. So, as for the Umrah, it has also some of the significant. The Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that for whosoever that perform an accepted Umrah during Ramadan, it is as if he perform Hajj. Do you get it? In one of the riwayah, that's why it has weakness in the Isnad. It says that for whosoever that perform Umrah in Ramadan, it is a kind of sacrification to him to Jannah. Do you get it? So it is very important act of ibadah umrah also so the Rasulullah went out in order to get to the haram al-makki while intending to do umrah the Rasulullah saw in his sleeping that is when he was sleeping he made a dream that he entered into the city of Mecca him along with his companions Muhallikina muqassirin. They were shaved and they were, that is, they rubbed their hairs and also they shaved, they trimmed their hairs. Al-halak is for you to shave your hair entirely. That is, al-taqsir is for you to do low cut, you know, what we call low cut. So that's how. So, fa'akhbaru al-muslimina annahu yuridu al-umara. Then he informed Muslims that he is intending to go for umara. Because as we know, the, the dream of the Anbiya 
is true. Do you get it? We mentioned even prior to the revelation, whenever he made a sleep, when he wake up, he will realize that it is exact as how he's, he saw in his dream. Do you get it? So that's the reason why he informed the people that he is going for Umrah. And he went together with those that, are, that were together with him until he reached to the most closest location of Hudaybiyah. When the Quraysh heard about his arrival, they sent messengers to him. Meaning they sent some of the people to the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They were asking him about the purpose of, of that. What is the purpose of him coming to the city of Mecca? Because he arrived to Hudaybiyah unexpectedly for the Quraysh. They don't know that the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa is coming. So that's why they sent some of their representatives in order to ask him, why do you come? وَكَانَ مِنْ جُمْلَةِ رُسُلِهِمْ عَرْوَةُ بُنِ مَسْعُودِ الثَّقْفِ Among the head of their representatives is Urwa. Urwatu bin Mas'ud al-Thaqafi. This one of among the leaders, uh, among the representatives that the Quraysh sent to the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Qadima ila Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He arrived to the place of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said, Ya Muhammad, O you Muhammad, Jama'ata min awbash al-Nas. You gathered the tremendous people. Waji'ita bihim ila ahlak. And you, uh, you bring them, that is, you come together with them to your family. What they were trying to say is that you gathered diverse community. You come with diverse people, people from different, that is, a clan, from different, that is, a race. Because we know, according to, uh, 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 according to the community of the Sahaba, there are those that come from Rum, like Suhaib Rumi. He was not an Arab. He was from, that is, Rum, like uh, uh, Salman al-Farisi from Persia. Do you get it? Like Bilal bin Abi Rawah from Africa or Habasha, for example. So the community of the Sahaba are diverse community. So they are informing the Rasul why do you come with this kind of diverse community? You bring them to your family. What they thought is that the Rasul come for who? Do you get it? So and they are trying to seek a kind of uh, pleasure from the Rasul they were, they were saying to him that why do you bring this kind of people to your family? So it is now that they are trying to show tolerance. You know when the Rasulullah is in the city of Mecca, you know how they tortured him, they harm him, they harm his companions. So when they saw the Sahaba along with the Rasulullah in a kind of tremendous gathering, they were totally terrified. The Quraysh were terrified. So they were trying to mention the issue of blood relation to the Rasulullah so they said that you brought them to your families and your relatives for you to that is uh, to talk that is your family and your relatives with them mean for you to punish your family <coughs> with these people that you bring do you get it for you to divide your relatives with them uh, أن قريشا قد حلفت ألا تدخل مكة هذا الآن عبدا. They said to the Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم that Quraysh they made a consensus that you will not enter into the city of Mecca in this year forever. 
And as for this year, absolutely they made a kind of consen uh, consensus that you should not enter into this city. ثم رجع عروة بعد أن رأى ما تفعل الصحابة برسول صلى الله عليه وسلم. Then Uruwa went back after he realized what the Sahaba are doing to the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Meaning, he saw the Sahaba, they were respecting the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they were honoring him. So when he sees that, then he, reali he realized that this, his message will not be accepted by the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he went back to the Quraysh. إِذْ كَانَ لَا يَتَوَدَّعَ إِلَّا وَتَكَادُ أَصْحَابُهُ يَقْتِلُونَ عَلَيْهِ it's as if when the Rasulullah is performing ablution, the Sahaba would be fighting for the purpose of the Rasulullah Meaning everyone is waiting for the remnant of the water that the Rasulullah performed the ablution so that he would manage to, to get the water. So everyone, they are competing in getting that water. Do you get it? So when Urwa bin Mas'ud al-Thaqafi sees that, he decided to, go, that is to, went back to the Urish. He said that they were wiping the water on their body. They were taking the water and they were wiping their body with it. Whenever he sat down, then they would lower their voice, their, that is their utterances, that is before him. And they were not looking at him. They were not looking, that is, towards his face. Do you get it? So that's why Amr ibn al-As was asked to describe the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, Wallah, if I'm to say that to, uh, if I would try to describe the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I will not be able to describe him. Because the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is handsome, up to the extent that he has a kind of haiba, that you can't, you won't be able to look directly to the face of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He has waqar and haiba. That's why the Sahaba, they said the beauty, meaning the handsomeness that, uh, of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is more than the handsomeness of all of the, that is, uh, Anbiya, more than Yusuf. So someone would be saying, why is it that as for Yusuf, the women were about to fight in order to have Yusuf, to have a kind of relationship with Yusuf. But why is it that the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not experience this? Why? Because Allah subhanahu has gifted the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with haiba and waqaq humility and humbleness. So that's why if you look towards the face of the Rasulullah Sallallahu you won't be able to look to the second time. You would cover your head. The Rasulullah his face is glowing. Aisha radiallahu anha, she said one day she was in her room in the darkness of night. She was uh, taking that as she was holding a needle. So her needle fell down and, and she was trying to get the needle. The Rasulullah just turned his face near to the surrounding. And she saw that is the location of that needle. So that's one of the mu'jizah of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And if you remember, there is a woman that she gifted her sob to the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not accept that proposal. That's why with due her consent, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمْرَأَةٌ مُؤْمِنَةٌ إِوَّهَبَتْ نَفْسَهَا لِلنَّبِيِّ إِنْ أَرَادِ النَّبِيُّ أَنْ يَسْتَنْكِيَهَا خَالِصَةً لَكَ مِنْ دِينِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ so one, one of the issues, the Prophet is having a kind of splendid, that is a handsomeness. So when, uh, uh, when he saw that, how the Sahaba, they protect the Prophet they respect him. Whenever he sat down, they kept mute, they kept silent. Do you get it? So then he decided to go back to Quraysh. And he said that, They were not 
looking at him. Do you get it? When he arrived to the Quraysh, he said to them, uh, I just went to Kisra in his kingdom. Do you know Kisra? Kisra is the king of Fashia. Do you get it? So what he said to the Quraysh, what you send me to is, it is as if you send me to Kisra in his kingdom, the king of Fashia. That's what he said. Because as for that particular period, the fashion with the, that is uh, the superpower at them. Mm. Because Allah SWT has already informed this, uh, to us the story in Surah Rum. Mm. Alif Lamim Gulibat Rum. So in that period of time, they defeated the Roman Empire. Mm. So the fashion became the superpower at that moment. So what he said to the Quraysh is that you send me to Kisra in his kingdom. Mm. He said that وَقَيْسَرُ فِي أَزُمَاتِ And he is, the man that I, that is that I visited, he is like Qaysar فِي أَزُمَاتِ in his majesty. Meaning he is like Qaysar, the king of Rome, in his majesty. فَلَمَّا رَأَتْ فَلَمَّا He said فَمَا رَأَيْتُ مَلِكًا فِي قَوْمِ I have never come across any king in his people. مِثْلَ مُحَمَّدٍ وَأَصْحَابِ Like Muhammad and his companions. الَّذِينَ لَا يُسَلِّمُونَهُ لِشَيْءٍ They are not allowing him for anything. Meaning they were always together with him, protecting him. Do you get it? فَانْزُغُوا رَعَيَكُمْ Look towards your martyrs. فَإِنَّهُ أَرِدَ عَلَيْكُمْ رُحْدًا Because as for him, he come with goodness upon you. What he comes with is that he come peacefully towards you. So you, sh you should look towards your matter. So that's what Uqwat ibn Mas'ud al-Thaqafi said, uh, what he said to the Quraysh at that moment. La muhariban. The Rasul did not come for the purpose of war. Wa ma'ahu alfu wa khamsa mi'atim min al-muhajirin wal ansar. Together with him they were, that is 1,500 men among the muhajirin and an ansar. <laughs> 1,500 among the muhajirin so because they saw the huge population, they were terrified, the Quraysh were terrified. They did not assume that the Prophet would be able to come with that population. Without any weapon. When the Quraysh get notice in his coming, that is in his outing, they gathered in order to protect him against the sacred masjid, the holy masjid. Do you get it? So they deny the Rasulullah sallam the masjid al-haram. Do you get it? ولكن لم يحدث لم يحد ديسو فيها حرب. But there is no any war that took place. No any war that happened. Do you get it? تعظيم لحرمات البيت. Just for the purpose of holy. That is a maintaining the holiness of the that is of the of the home means the holiness of the bait al-haram. Do you get it? الذي جعله الله حراما حراما آمنا دوان الله سبحانه وتعالى make it to be a sacred that is a that is location حراما آمنا a peaceful location do you get it ولما وصل الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم الحديبية when the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم arrived to Hudaybiya أرسلت إليه قريش الرسل the Quraysh sent him some messengers means some representatives يسألونه أن سبب مجيئه they were asking him the purpose of his arrival 
فأرسل إليهم الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم أثمانا ليعلمهم مقصده Then thereby the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sent them Uthman in order to inform them the purpose of his arrival. Do you get it? وَبَشَّرَ الْمُسْتَدَعَفِينَ بِقُرْبِ الْفَتِحِ And he shared the glad tidings to the weak بِقُرْبِ الْفَتِحِ that the conquest is around the corner. That is so near. Because still in the city of Mecca, there were weak individuals. We make mention earlier that the Quraysh did not allow some of the weak people like the slaves and some of the women to make hijrah. Mm -hmm. So the arrival, of the, uh, the arrival of the Rasulullah to Mecca at that moment, it is a kind of glad tidings to the weak. That is to the weak among, that is the believers, that indeed the conquest is around the corner. Is so near. So, uh, and it is a kind of indication that Allah would prevail his religion. Do you get it? Yeah. No. When he arrived, when he reached Habasatu Quraishun, the Quraysh, they lock him. They lock Uthman. The Prophet, when he was at Hudaybiyah, he sent Uthman to the city of Mecca in order to have a kind of dialogue with the Quraysh so that he would tell. Tell them the purpose of the uh, of his arrival. Do you get it? For the purpose of Umrah. Do you get it? So when Uthman reached there, they lock him. They did not allow him to come back. So, فَشَاعَ عِنْدَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ أَنَّ أُسْمَانَ قُتِلَ قَدْ قُتِلَ An information began to disseminate within the Muslims that Uthman was killed. فَدَعَ الرَّسُولُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ النَّاسَ الْبَيْعَةِ Then the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam called the attention of the people for allegiance. For giving allegiance. They gave him allegiance under a tree that is found in that particular location. Do you get it? With the consent that they will not run. They should not run. Meaning that Allah they should not run. And this uh, that is allegiance is named as Bay'atu Ridwan. The Bay'atu Ridwan. The allegiance of that is a uh, of acceptance, the allegiance of pleasure. Allah subhanahu wa taala make mention in the Quran. إنما يبايعون إن الذين يبايعونك تحت الشجرة فعلم إن الذين يبايعونك إنما يبايعون الله يد الله فوق أيديهم. نعم. So this is this Allah subhanahu wa taala said as for those that we that is given allegiance to you, at that moment, the hands of Allah is on top of their hands. The Prophet ﷺ put his hands and the Sahaba demounted their hands by the saying that they would stand firmly in order to uh, retaliate, to seek for the blood of Uthman. Do you get it? So they thought Uthman was killed at that moment. But what happened is that the Quraysh, they withheld Uthman. They hold him. They lock him. Do you get it? So that's one of the issue a kind of information that arrived to the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam at that moment so as a question what uh, what is the purpose what is the cause of the gazwat al hudaybiyah of umrah is there any war that happened between the two parties no ماذا أرسل قريش للرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم بعد وصوله الهديبية؟ What قريش did send to the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم after he arrived to Hudaybiyah? 
Naam. Man arsala ilayhi wa rasulullah alayhi wa sallam. Whom did the rasulullah sallam send to them? Uthman. Uthman bin Affan. Naam. Maza fa'alat Quraysh bi Uthman? What Quraysh did to Uthman? Naam. Maza fa'ala rasulullah alayhi wa sallam hinama sha'a qutila Uthman? Hinama sha'a qutila Uthman. When what rasulullah sallam did when an information reveals that Uthman was killed? Yes, he called for giving allegiance now. Then Sulh al-Hudaybiyah, the reconciliation of Hudaybiyah. Since that there is different of opinion, misunderstanding, then what is the solution? Then reconciliation. Allah said in Surah An-Nisa, وَالصُلْحُ خَيْرُ Reconciliation is, is better, is goodness. So you see, one of the lessons in the life of the Rasul is that He's informing us the way to solve conflict. He has a kind of different of opinion with the Quraysh. He has a kind of conflict between him and the Quraysh. But despite it was solved through reconciliation. So that's one of the issues. One of the quality of a leader is to accept, for him to accept the reconciliation. Do you get it? So, when the Quraysh get to know the allegiance of Ridwan, Ridwan, the allegiance that the Sahaba gave, and that is the uh, allegiance of pleasure, they were terrified on itself. That is, the Quraysh were terrified. Do you get it? Because they thought maybe the Prophet would be able to overpower them through that action. In that uh, expedition, this, uh, that is the sin of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, get revealed. That as for those that are giving you allegiance, really they were given allegiance to Allah. The, hands of, the hand of Allah is on top of their hand. وقوله تعالى أن سنة الله دمرتاي لقد رضي الله عن المؤمنين يعني الله is pleased with the believers إذا يبايعونك تحت الشجرة when they were giving you allegiance under the tree وقد أمر أمر بقطع شجرة شجرة ردوان والتي هون أمر commanded that that uh, tree of ridwan should get cut do you get it he cut down the tree he command does the sahaba to cut that uh, to cut down that tree. Zaman khilafati during his that is a khilafa. When he saw people seeking that is a yetabarakuna biha. They were seeking blessings with that tree. So when Umar realized that it will lead to shirk, then he decided to cut the tree. Indeed the Rasulullah get to he is under that tree, meaning under the shirk of that tree. He put his hands on the Sahaba, they pledged the allegiance. So those people that comes afterwards, they thought that that tree is having a kind of blessing. Since that Allah SWT mentioned the, the tree in the Quran, He said that they, at that moment they were given allegiance to Allah. Meaning, according to them, they thought it's a kind of position that Allah SWT that is, has chosen. So people began to seek blessings with that tree. So Umar anhu decided to cut that uh, cut the tree down in order to avoid the issue of shirk. Do you get it? No. So 
فأرسلت أثمان ومع ومن معه. then later on the Quraysh they released Uthman. they sent Uthman to go with those that were with him. وطلبت الصلح and they requested for a kind of reconciliation. so that's one of the issues. so if you are a leader you have the power. do not propose for the reconciliation first. do you get it? you can come with a kind of strategy which would indicate that you have that is you, you you maintain your majesty you should not if you request for reconciliation the opposition would be thinking that they have weakened your power do you get it even though if you don't have the power to tackle them try as such to not show that is that uh, that is you should not you should not show your weakness do you get it but whenever they request for reconciliation accept it because you are the one to win and that's what the Rasulullah did do you get it and that reconciliation got fulfilled between them. But with the conditions that the Quraysh wanted. In the tongue of its representative. And this are, that is the, 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 the terms, the terms and conditions that the Quraysh gave. That the battle will get stopped for 10 years. Do you get it? The battle between Prophet Muhammad and them should get stopped that is for 10 years. That's one of the terms. One of the terms. And people should give peace to each other. Meaning they, sh they would live in a peaceful and harmonious living in that particular timing. Do you get it? And he should get returned onto them in this year. Meaning he should not get, he, they will not allow him to get into the city of Mecca. Meaning he should go back to the city of Medina. That is the third term. Uh, the third, that is a rule that they mentioned. Then they will not that they will not return anybody that that arrived to them from the Muslims. Do you get it? They will not return that particular person to the Rasul, to the Sa'a, or that is to the Rasul. Do you get it? Yeah. And by the saying that the Rasul should make sure that he return anybody that comes from them to him. Meaning, if someone accepted Islam from Quray, the Rasulullah at that within that ten years he should let, make sure that that particular person went back. Do you get it? He should send that particular person back to the to the Quraysh. And when person a person comes from the Quraysh, he accepted the religion of Muhammad, so at that moment he is not supposed to hold him. Do you get it? So that's these are the conditions that they gave. So you see if you look towards the terms and conditions, you would realize that it is on the favor of the Quraysh. It, it favors the Quraysh more than the, that is the Rasulullah and the Sahab. So, قالوا لرسول الله عليه وسلم. They said to the Rasulullah عليه وسلم, كيف نرد إليهم من جاءنا مسلما? The Sahaba were saying to the Rasulullah عليه وسلم, how can we return a person that comes from them as a Muslim? Someone that get it divided. So how can we let? How can we send him back to them? ولا يردون من جاءهم مرتدا. And they will not 
according to them, they will not send back anybody that went, that goes to them as a person that committed blasphemy. That is Muqtadna, someone that committed blasphemy. That is someone that sent his self, that is he moved out of this religion and he went to them. Mm. But they would not send that particular person back. So how can we agree with this kind of terms? Mm. And the fifth, the fifth, a message of Allah be upon him said to them, Man zahaba binna abadahullah. Whosoever that go within us, abadahullah, Allah will distance him. Do you get it? Meaning there is no goodness on that person. Do you get it? Man jaana minhum, faradadnahu ilayhim, fasayda Allahu faradan wa makhada. And for whosoever that comes to us from them, and we let him, that we send him back, very soon Allah would come with an outcome, with a solution and way out to that person, particular person. Do you get it? Without the hikmah. If you look in literal condition, the, that reconciliation favored the Quraysh more than the Rasul But he accepted, because he knew, indeed, he has, that is, he was on the right path. He has the also power. So in that case, Indirectly, the Muslims are the one to benefit from that. Do you get it? No. So, فَتَدَايَقَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ مِنْ هَذِهِ الشَّرُوطِ The Muslims get constricted in these terms and conditions. وَلَا سِيَمَا مَنْؤُهُمْ مِنَ الطَّوَافِ بِالْبَيْتِ Most especially, the rule that says that they will not make the tawaf in the Kaaba. They will not circumvent the Kaaba, meaning they will not perform the Umrah. Do you get it? So that's the most constricted term that was totally uh, severe to the Muslims at that moment. Uh, they said to him, Ya Muhammad, O oh Muhammad, Anna ma hasala qama bihi sufaha'u minna fab'ath ilayna biman asarat قال حتى ترسلوا من عندكم فأرسلوا أسمانا ومن معه وكانوا أشر They said that يا محمد أوي محمد أنما حصل قام به السفهاء منا What happened is that some foolish among us are the one that did that meaning locking of Osman you know they, we mentioned that they lock Osman so those, the, the, those representatives that arrived to the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they thought the Rasulullah would hold them also. Do you get it? <laughs> so they said, what happens? They should know what happens about Usman. What happened is that some foolish among us did that. They were the ones that that is indulged into that particular that is wrongdoing. They said, Fabas ilayna biman asakata. You should send together with us those that you catch as captives. Do you get it? فَقَالْ حَتَّى تَرْسَلُوا مَنْ إِنْدَكُمْ Then he said, no, unless if you would send those that were together with you, meaning unless if you would uh, send Usman back and those that were together with him. فَأَرْسَلُوا أُسْمَانَ وَمَنْ مَعَهُ They sent Usman uh, and those that were together with him, they listened. وَكَانُوا أَشْرَى They were ten individuals. So, what happened is that, وَفِي رُجُوعِهِ عَلَيْهِ What happened? Uh, in that moment is that Lama wasala kitab Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam No, before uh, we discuss about the release of Uthman 
Then they gave to the terms and the condition, and the Prophet accepted that. It was mentioned in Tabaqat Liban Sa'ad and Sifat Safwa and Bidaw and Nihaya on how this kind of uh, consensus and the reconciliation get, to con get, uh, get, get concluded. The writer is Ali ibn Abi Talib at that moment. So when they were writing the, the terms and conditions, when they were writing that con reconciliation, the Prophet said to Ali, Haza ma salaha Muhammad Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When they had that statement, they said, No, you have to clean that <laughs> Rasulullah. Yeah, because if we agree that you are a messenger of Allah, why can't we follow? We're supposed to follow you, we're supposed to believe in you. And the Rasulullah informed Ali that you should erase the name. Ali, he said, actually, he has Allah, I won't be able to do this. Then he said, okay, show me the position. Rasulullah, by his hands, he erased the, uh, that is the Rasulullah. So when the Sahaba saw this, they were totally constricted. Despite the terms that they mentioned earlier, so it comes to the writing of the document, and this happened. So in this case, the Sahaba were totally downgraded according to their thinking at that moment. But it, it became victory unto them. Because in his way back, that is to Medina, alayhi salatu wa salam, min al-Hudaybiyya from Hudaybiyya, Nazrat alayhi surat al-Fatih. Surat al-Fatih get revealed to him. Inna fatahna alayka fatham mubina. You know what happened? He came to the Hudaybiyyah, he did not enter into the city of Mecca. Mm -hmm. And the conclusion of that reconciliation is for the Rasulullah to go back to the city of Medina. Mm -hmm. So when he was on his way before reaching to the city of Medina, Surah Al-Fatih revealed to him that, Inna fatahna alaka fatham mubina. Verily we have conquered to you a kind of great conquest, a clear conquest. So here Allah is saying that the city of Mecca was already conquered. And it, it doesn't. Because the, so the uh, outcome of that reconciliation is for the Rasulullah to stay in the city of Mecca for 10 years. And imagine Allah revealed that in this surah. So the surah al-Fatih get revealed. And then the Muslims, they were totally happy with the glad tidings of the conquest of Mecca. Since that Allah revealed that surah, they have the certainty that this must happen. Do you get it? وَعَلِمُوا أَنَّهُمْ لَا and they realize, they believe that definitely they must enter into the city of Mecca peacefully. Mm -hmm. While they were shaving their heads, meaning they, were, they would go enter into, into the city of Mecca while they were performing, that is the, the, the act of Ibadah, the Hajj. Do you get it? No. no. After that, the Muslims they become three individuals. They, be, they have freedom. Do you get it? Because it's a kind of victory. When they were living before that particular moment, they were, everyone is expecting the strike of the other party. But by, the, by the themselves, they said we would live for 10 years without any war that would happen between us. So meaning there is peace. For that, all, for that 10 years, there would be peace. Do you get it? Between the Quraysh and the Rasul and secondly, they said everyone should let, should make sure that he give peace to, that is to each other. Mm. So you see as how 
that is the reason it's developing if it happens that you are totally free you have freedom of practicing your religion then there is no need of that is terrifying and that's how it happens and by that Allah SWT also revealed Surah Al-Fatr with the glad tidings that the city of Mecca will get conquered يَرُحُونَ وَيْجِعُونَ كَيْفَ شَاءُوا they were, they were roaming about they were that is intermingling how they wish everyone continued to uh, that is to, uh, to his mu'aman the business people were indulging into their business selling their commodities buying and selling the farmers they went to their farm that is to their farm and uh, that is those that are uh, taking care of like for example uh, the issue of rearing of animals the shepherds they continue to rear their animals everyone is living peacefully why because they have that terms and condition and they know as for Arab they were people that maintain promise do you get they are not like Yahud we make mention how the Yahud they brought the promise the trust that uh, happened between them and Rasulullah in many occasions so the as for the Arab one of their qualities is that they maintain that is the uh, that is the the Ahad promise so at that and Allah confirmed that they would have the conscious meaning you have guarantee this is what the Muslims they have guarantee at that moment everyone continue to uh, indulge in his own business do you get it وَعَظُمَا نُفُوذَ النَّبِيَ صلى الله عليه وسلم and the position of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم become greater وَكَتَبَ إِلَى مُلُوكِ الدُّوَلِ الْمُجَاوِرَةِ لِبِلَادِ الْأَرَبِ and by that time furthermore he wrote a letter to the rulers of the nations that are in neighbor that is in neighboring places to the land of Arab. Do you get it? Wakataba and he wrote, meaning he wrote a letter, Ila Muluki Duali Mujawira to the kings of the nations that are in neighborhood, that is that are to the neighboring nations. Libilad al Arab to the land of Arabs. Do you get it? Yada'unahum ila al-Islam. He's calling them towards Islam. Because that reconciliation gave a kind of power to the Prophet Everyone have certainty. Since that there won't be any war at that moment, then what, what are we waiting for? Let the religion get disseminated. The Prophet continued to do the da'wah. The da'wah did not even stand there. It used to extend that he is sending letters to the kings. Do you get it? So one quality of a leader is that for him to establish a connection between other rulers, between other leaders. Suppose, for example, you are given a leadership and you stay only in your place that you are ruling, in your country that you are ruling, you without establishing any connection with the neighboring countries. Definitely, you will not enjoy that leadership. True. And otherwise, you may get that is withdrawn from that leadership. Do you get it? So, a person that knows politics, whenever he saw, he realized that his leader, one among the leaders is traveling, he is establishing a connection with other leaders, then he would be happy. He would testify that this person knows what is politics. Do you get it? So if you hold any kind of position, position of leadership, try as such to establish connection with the neighboring leaders, with the neighboring rulers. It's one of the quality of leader. And that the purpose of that is for you to protect the dignity of your nation, the dignity of your people. There is hikmah, there is wisdom in that. So, and that's the one of the reasons why the Prophet ﷺ decided to call those rulers that is towards Islam. Do you get it? No. Uh, 
فمنهم من أسلم among those rulers among those kings they were those that that is reverted they accepted Islam كالنجاشي like نجاشي ملك الحبشة that is the king of حبشة أبيسينيا ومنهم من رد ردا جميلا among them there is the one that give a good reply do you get it كهرقل like هرقل which we known as Heracles 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 so Heracles he gave a good reply this why he did not accept the message but he gave good reply he gave a good reply لما وصل كتاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إلى قيصر when the letter of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم reached to قيصر that's قيصر قال he said انظروا لنا من قومه أحدا please search for us any person from his from his land what happened is that when the letter of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم arrived to that is Aisab Azima Rum the king of Rum he said okay before we judge this message this letter before we we work with this letter let us look let us search for someone that belongs to Arabian land Suppose, for example, I send someone with a message. I send a person to you to tell you something that so so person. Oh, I say something to you that you should accept my request. So, if you are a good person, meaning if you are a good leader, you will not execute that command. You must to verify. Do you get it? So, how did he verify? Because Kaiser is a wise person. Because a Sahabi come to him from the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said that Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is calling him to accept his message. It is new to him. He never expected this kind of letter. So then he said, okay, let, uh, he commanded his uh, cabinet to look for someone that belongs to that particular land. Beside that messenger, mean beside that representative of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, let them look, search for someone from Arab so that he would verify the information. Do you get it? نسأله أن وصولا ويكن أقسم أبعد دات بطلة مسنجر وكان أبو سفيان بن حرب قبل إسلامه بالشام أسفو أبو سفيان بن حرب that's the king of Mecca before his before he accepted Islam he was at Sham مع بعض المشركين في تجارته along with all the مشركين in that's in the business tree at that moment Abu Sufyan was at Sham that is he is in the Roman Empire do you get it? فجاءوا به وبأصحابه they brought him along with his that's along with his friends they brought him to the palace فسأله قيسر and قيسر asked him and نسب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم about the family that is the relatives of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم about his background family background he asked Abu Sufyan to tell him about the family background of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ansifatihi and about his features how did he look wa akhlaqihi and his characters what is his morals what is his ethics behavior he asks Abu Sufyan about the behavior of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa alamatin nubuwa and he asks him about the sign of the prophethood if indeed he is a prophet did he have did he has any sign? He asked Abu Sufyan about that. 
فأجابه أبو سفيان أن أبو سفيان answered to him بأنه متصف بها كلها that he was attributed to all what was being described. Do you get it? فقال هلقل as for the هلقل هلقل he said we make mention okay this is a kind of jumla etaradiya we are talking about the discussion conversation between Abu Sufyan and Qaisar in Wun. Do you get it? All what he asked Abu Sufyan, Abu Sufyan confirmed that. But after Abu Sufyan, he accepted Islam, he was narrating the incident. Do you get it? He said he did not get a chance to put something that is lie in that conversation except one word that he offered. Hilal asked him, what is your condition now between you and that man? He said that, Abu Sufyan, he said that, yes, now we were into a kind of reconciliation. Assume that there would be no any war between us and him. Then he asked him, do you think that that particular prophet would betray you in this reconciliation? He knew that, Abu Sufyan, he knew that the Rasulullah will never do this. But he said, I don't know. Do you get the logic? No. So in terms of philosophy, what he's trying to emphasize that maybe he can. Do you get it? So that's the only chance that Abu Sufyan, he said that I have in order to put something so that I would put a kind of doubt to the heart of Qaisar. Do you get it? So as for the Hirqal, that is the Hirqal, Heraclius, he said, كَانَ مَا تَقُولُهُ حَقًّا فَسَا يَمْلُكَ مَوْدِئِ قَدَمِ That is, فَقَالَ He said, إِنْ كَانَ مَا تَقُولَهُ If what you are saying حَقًّا is really true. If what you are saying is real. فَسَا يَمْلُكَ مَوْدِئِ قَدَمِ So verily, that particular person would, that is, rule the position of my feet. Meaning he would conquer even this my position that you are seeing, this palace that you are seeing, that particular person would conquer. He will rule over it. And it happens. All the sham was conquered. During, it started during the Khilafah of Abu Bakr and it get accomplished during the Khilafah of Umar radiallahu Allah Except of Naglija, but, but entirely room was defeated during the time of Umar and the fashion empire. So that's why they would, the history, all the history will not forget about Umar. If you look, there is a, a that is a Michael Hart. He has a book called The Hundred. He said the, the hundred most influential people in the history of the globe. So he enlisted the hundred people. The first person that he mentioned in the list is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the second one that he mentioned is, that is uh, Isaac Newton. And if you check in the list, the 55 person that he mentioned is Umar radiallahu anhu. But he mentioned all those leaders uh, like uh, Abraham Lincoln, all those, uh, and the scientists, Thomas Edison, all of those people he mentioned, majority of those scientists. So you see, the history will not forget about Umar because he is the man that conquered the Roman and the Persian Empire. Do you get it? He did a lot of work. By the leadership that is under the, that is uh, commanding power of Khalid bin Walid. 
Allah understand. That's why the historians are saying that the woman failed to give birth to a child similar to Khalid. Because Khalid was different. In all of the history, there were two undefeated people. Genghis Khan, that is the, uh, the king of the Mongols, and uh, Khalid bin Walid. As for Khalid, he, he was never been defeated in a war. And likewise, Genghis Khan. And that's one of the hikmah. Of the Sahaba, they titled him as Saifullah Khalid. Do you get it? What is the hikmah of not being him defeated in a war? Because if he get defeated, it is as if the soul of Allah get broken. That's why he died in his home. <laughs> Do you get it? So that's one of the hikmah. Despite in the history of there are many people like Ikrama bin Abi Jahl, he was like Khalid, mm. Allah understand. But you cannot compare him with Khalid. Because Khalid bin Walid is an exception, Allah, Khalid. If we, we would come to the history of, uh, that is the uh, biography of Umar. So we'd mention the legacy of Khalid. We would see how they get to this kind of mission. Allah understand. So he said that if indeed what you said is is really true, so that particular person would definitely rule over my feet. That is my palace. Do you get it? He would conquer my place. Uh, then he said, وَقَدِ عَلِمْتُ أَنَّهُ نَبِيٌّ مَبْعُوثٌ And I know indeed this person is a prophet that, that was sent. Do you get it? وَلَكِمْ مَا كُنْتُ أَزُنُّ أَنَّهُ فِيكُمْ But I don't think that he would be within you. So that's the saying of the Hilqat. He said definitely if that what you said is true, so that particular person would conquer my palace. And indeed he would be and the messenger that would be sent. The final messenger that would be sent. But I don't think he would be within you. Why? He is a wise person. He read meaning he he has knowledge. And if you look the knowledge of the previous scriptures are indicating that that particular person, uh, uh, prophet would live in a uh, city that has trees, trees of death. Do you get it? And it is Medina. And the people that are living in Medina were Yahud. Do you get it? So that's one of the uh, impact, uh, that's one of the information that get to the mind of the Hilgat. He said, I don't think he would be within you. That's what he said. But you see, according to his, uh, his, his statement, he gave a good answer. Do you get it? It is indicating that he accepts what they whatsoever they said about the Rasulullah is right. But he wouldn't be able to accept his message. Why? Because he is a great ruler. And if Hirkan at that moment if he accepted the uh, the truth, uh, that is the truth, the message now, then he would get withdrawn in his leadership. Because his he is ruling the room, the Roman Empire. And imagine what would happen. He betrayed he it is as if he moved out of their region. Do you get it? So that's one of the issues. I think uh, that's one of the hitma that he did. He did not accept the message, but he gave a good reflect. Do you get it? Mm. So uh, among them, there, there were those that gave good reflect. The ruler of Rome. Wa Muqawqis Hakim wa Misr. And the Muqawqis, the king.
king of Misr. That is the ruler of Misr, Egypt. At that moment. Do you get it? لما قرأ المقوقس كتاب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال للرسول When Muqawqis read the letter of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم He said uh, He said to that That is a uh, uh, That is to that messenger He said to that representative The one that brought the letter to him That is from the That is from the Sahaba ما منعه إن كان نبيا أن يدعو إلى من خالفه وأخرجه من بلدة فقال الرسول ألست تشحد أن إيسى رسول الله فلماذا لم, لم يدع على قومه هنا أرادوا قتله حتى أفعه الله إليه He said What is he said that إن كان نبيا ما منعه What, what uh, that is uh, stop him إن كان نبيا If he is indeed a messenger If he is indeed a prophet أيدعو على من خالفه فهم تنبوك Allah against those that opposed him. Meaning, why can't him just call his Lord to destroy those that oppose him? If indeed he is a prophet. Do you get it? And those that send him out from his hometown. Do you get it? And that representative, that Sahabi, he said to him, Isn't you, aren't you believing that Isa is a messenger of Allah? فَلِمَاذَا لَمْ يَدَعْ عَلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ هِنَا أَرَادُوا قَتْلَهِ So why didn't he, why he did not invoke Allah to destroy those that try to kill him? Why he did not do that? حَتَّى رَبَعَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ Until when Allah SWT ascended him to him. Do you get it? So it, is, it doesn't mean that just because you have been uh, disapproved that you just invoke Allah to destroy those, uh, the nations. No. That's why for anybody that castigate the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam or he is trying to tarnish the reputations of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam you shouldn't say for Allah SWT to destroy that person. Ask Allah to guide him. We see a clear lesson when the Rasul Sallallahu went to uh, that is Ta'if. Uh, they stoned him. They injured him. An angel came to him, arrived to him. He said that do you want your God to destroy this nation? He said, no. You should allow them. فَإِنَّهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ He said, they don't know that's why. They don't know the message that's why. And it become goodness to the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because as for nowadays, all of the people in Ta'ifa, they were Muslims. They accepted the message. Do you get the logic? So uh, he gave him that reply. So وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ غَدَّ غَدَّنْ قَبِيحًا Among them, there were those that gave a bad reply. وَأَحَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ And he castigated the Rasul صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ كَالْحَارِثُ بِنْ عَبِي شَمَرَ الْجَثَّانِ Like الْحَارِثُ بِنْ عَبِي شَمَرَ الْجَثَّانِ From there, that is a tribe of Gathan. وَكِسْرَ الْفُرُسِ And كِسْرَ the king of Fashia. So that's one of the issues because between Arab and Fasha is a uh, is a long uh, uh, what we said is a long uh, game between them, obviously. So and that's one of the issue why what they thought is that in the beginning they thought uh, the Rasulullah is an Arab. So why can't why 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 is it possible that he should uh, that is impose his, uh, the, the religion of his people to them? They thought Islam is the religion of Arab only. 
Do you get it? So that's why one of the reasons why the person they refuse to accept the message in the beginning. And that's one of the reasons why they try as such to oppose the Rasulullah and his Sahaba up to the time that the Sahaba they defeated them. Allah SWT has already mentioned about that incident. So it is a promise of Allah and Allah is not there to uh, that is to not fulfill his promise but majority of the people they, they aren't that is they don't know on that so at that day the believers they become that is a happiest individuals and it happens so ask Ila questions what Quraysh did after they uh, know they came to know about the Bayatul Ridwan. They released Uthman and those that were together with him. What is the terms and condition? They sent, uh, they released Uthman and also they sent some of the people for reconciliations. What is the uh, terms and condition in that reconciliation? Exactly. And they should be believing his yeah, the, 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 how does the condition of the how did the condition of the Muslims was after that reconciliation? Exactly. What did afterwards? Did they accept it? Did they accept the religion? Hmm? What he did after that reconciliation? He began to send letters to the king in the neighboring countries, now neighboring nations. Now, so uh, do they accept Islam? Give exactly. So, the summary of the sixth year. In the sixth year after the Hijrah, the Gazwat Bani Lihyan took place. him due to their betrayal of trust. And there is no any uh, war that took place that happened. Then Gazwat Al Gaba. Hasadat Fiha Munawishatun. Uh, 
حصلت فيها مناوشات a kind of that is a ridiculous actions happen in the غزوه الغابه we discuss i think in for غزوه الغابه i guess can you remember غزوه الغابه what happened نعم خرج رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم إليها ومعه ألف وخمسمائة من أصحابه. رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم went to 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 إدارة went to هديبية ومعه ألف وخمسمائة من أصحابه. Along with him there were one thousand five hundred from his companions. بلا سلاح without weapons. So you see this indicating that our prophet is a prophet of mercy. He is merciful. He is not. He is Nabi of Rahmah, the Prophet of Mercy, not Nabi of Harb. He is not. He is not a Prophet of War, as how some of the people are trying to that is ascribe him to that is towards. The Rasulullah is a merciful person. They come one thousand. Imagine one thousand five hundred men without weapons. This is indicating that Islam is is not a religion of war. It's a peaceful religion. Okay, no problem. No. Now, he's a religion of. He's that is a. He's a prophet of. That is mercy. It's a peaceful religion. The purpose of our religion is not to shed blood. That's why he went without weapons. But if it is for them, they would come well equipped. Do you get it? So these are the differences. So from an adhuk origin, and the Quraysh they stopped him. فَأَرْسَلَ إِلَّهُمْ أُسْمَانَ and he sent Usman to them. لِيُعَلِّمَهُمْ قَصْدَ قَصْدِهِ so that he should inform them his purpose. عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامُ وَالسَّلَامُ بِفِيسِ أَمْسَفَ اللَّهِ بِأَفْنِهِ فَهَبِسَتْهُ قَرِيشٌ أَنَّ قَرِيشَ دَيْوِدْ هَلْتْ أُسْمَانَ وَشَاءَ إِنَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ أَنَّهُ قُتِلَ It was broadcasted in the Muslims that he was killed. That is, Usman was killed. فَبَايَعَ النَّبِيَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ أَصْحَابَهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ gave an allegiance to his companions. تَحْتَ شَجَرَةَ تِرِدُوانَ On that day, three of Ridwan. That they will not, they should not run in the battle. Do you get it? فخافت قريش and the قريش get scared. They get terrified. They become cowards. وأقيد بين الفريقين سلوح بشروط. Reconciliation was established between the two parties with شروط, with terms and conditions. منها وداء الحرب عشر سنوات. Part of it is establishing. That is uh, dropping the issue of war for 10 years. Do you get it? وَتَعْمِينُ النَّاسَ And giving peace to the people. Uh, giving security to the people. فَرَجَعَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ The Muslims get returned. وَنَزَلَتْ فِي أَسْنَاءِ رُجُوءِ رَسُولَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ And it got, rebuilt, it got rebuilt. That is in the way the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم is taken back to the city of Medina. Surah uh, Al-Fatih. That is chapter of conquest. 
ففرح المسلمون the Muslims they were happy وبعد هذا الصلح after this reconciliation أصبحوا أحرارا they become free people that is free individuals people that are having freedom يذهبون ويجيئون they were going and they were coming back means they were roaming about they were going out and they were coming in حيثما شاءوا to wherever they wish وامتد نفوذ الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم and the position of the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم proliferated it continues فكاتب الملوك he wrote letters to the kings يدعوهم إلى الدين الإسلامي he is inviting them towards the religion of Islam وأسلم بعضهم أسلم بعضهم some of them accepted Islam so أسلت السابعة من الحجرة the seventh year from the Hijrah. Pisnat is Sabi Atu Hadisat Gazwa to Khaybar. In the seventh year, the Battle of Khaybar took place. Wa Ghazwa to Wadil Qura. And the Ghazwa to Wadil Qura. So these are the basic two battles that took place in that particular year. Do you get it? Ghazwa to Khaybar, Medina Tunzat, Hisunin, Fok al Medina. It's a city that is having walls in the, that is above Medina, beyond the city of Medina. Khaybar uh, is a kind of city in the city of Medina. It is there to the mountain sides, there to the hills. Do you get it? And it is surrounded with walls. Al-Hisun, Al-Husun. So uh, what happened in that uh, in that Ghazwa is that Haqad al-Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ila khaybar al-Qital sukkaniha Bani al-Nadir The Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went to that is a khaybar in order to face those that are living in the khaybar to face them in order to uh, battle with them Al-Ladhina khanu a'zamu muhayyidin lil-ahzab yawm al-Khandab They were the highest rank individuals that were supporting those parties on the day of Khandak. Do you remember on the day of Khandak, the allies from, that is the Arabs, they come, they have a kind of alliance with other people in order to support them to, to fight the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we mentioned in the city of Medina, there were some of the uh, Yahud, Jewish community that they gave their uh, allegiance to the Quraysh at that moment. So as for the people of Khaybar also, they supported those parties against the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Do you get it? فَلَمَّا وَسَلِ الْمُسْلِمُونَ إِلَىٰ حُسُونِ خَيْبَرِ When the Muslims arrived to the walls of Khaybar, غَفَأُوا أَسْوَاتَهُمْ بِالتَّكْبِيرِ وَالدُّعَى They raised their voice with takbir and the supplications. وَقَالَ لَهُمْ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامِ The Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to them, you should take, you should give relief to yourself. Be calm. Because you should know that you, the one that you are calling is not a sum. He is not, that is a deb. And he is not absent. Meaning you should know that you are calling Allah. And Allah is everywhere. If, if you said Allah is everywhere, that is wujud. It is totally out of the decorum of theology. Because Allah testified that Ar-Rahman wa alil arshistawa. 
Allah is on top of the throne but his knowledge ma'iyah there is ma'iyah ilmiyah and ma'iyah zatiyah mentioning that Allah SWT is everywhere is a wrong statement because what is happening is that there among the people there are people that they are claiming that Allah is everywhere and that is total, totally a bad aqeedah do you get it? Jahmiyyah they said Allah SWT is nowhere some of the people among the that is a asha'ira among the matkudiyya and some among the sufiyyil they were saying Allah is everywhere and the Jahmiyyah they are opposing them they said Allah is nowhere so as for the Jahmiyyah some among the Jahmiyyah like Jaham bin Safwan he is having the, uh, the one of the concept of uh, that is atheist do you get it? so that's their opposite how would you be you have to be in the middle do you get it? Meaning Allah SWT is Ar-Rahmanu Al-Arshistawa He said Al-Aminu Al-Manfissama Will you be okay with the one in the heaven? Meaning Allah is in the heaven He said Manfissama The one in the heaven Ayaksifa bikum al-Ard Faiza hiya tamuq Am-Aminu Al-Manfissama Yabisila alaykum hasiba Fasata'alamuna Kayfa nazir So you see Allah SWT testified that he is in the heaven and on top of the earth, he settled on top of the earth so that's the, the statement so Muhammad al-Shahid the Rasulullah is saying that أَغْبَأُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِكُمْ be calm to yourself take a leaf فَإِنَّكُمْ لَا تَدَعُونَ أَصَمٍ وَلَا غَائِبًا you should know the one that you are calling is not deaf and he is not absent meaning Allah SWT is present do you get it? means his knowledge is together with you he knows that which you are invoking إِنَّكُمْ تَدَعُونَ سَمِيعًا قَرِيبًا the one whom you call is سَمِيعًا all listening قَرِيبًا and the one that is so close so the Rasulullah informed them ثُمَّ قَطَعَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ نَخْيَ الْيَهُودِ then the Muslims began to cut the trees that is the dead trees of the يهود يحاصروهم ستة أيام. They put them under siege for six days. ليجبروهم على التسليم. So as to force them into surrendering. Do you get it? وفي اليوم السابع in the seventh day وفي that's in the seventh day أعطى الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم غاية. The Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم gave a flag. He gave a flag. So, وفي تلك الليلة, in that night, قال رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم. The Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم said, لأوطينا غاية غدا لغدل يحب الله ورسوله ويحبه الله ورسوله. Tomorrow, I would give a flag to a person that he loves Allah and his messenger and Allah and his messenger love that particular person. فبات المحاجرون والأنصار كلهم يتمنونها. And the muhajirin and the ansar slept on that night while everyone is wishing to obtain that flag to be given that flag until when Umar ibn al-Khattab he said that I have never looked I have never sat I have never wished for leadership unless that night he said he never liked he never wished for him to have a position of leadership unless that night meaning he wished also to be given that flag do you get it because it's a kind of credit because the Rasulullah said I would give a flag to a person that he loves Allah 
at his messenger and Allah and his messenger they love that particular person so it's a kind of credit so it, it doesn't mean that those that they, that they were not given the flag they dislike Allah and Allah and his messenger dislike them no it's a kind of credit do you get it so said I never look for leadership on this that night when, when it was the next day Ali was given that flag so that's how it is and what if you go back to Sifat al-Safwa it was mentioned that the Rasulullah in the morning what happened is that the Sahaba they come out early so among the Sahaba were trying to fill their pit in order to have a kind of uh, that is uh, a long position so that the Rasulullah would be able to see them to see their faces and the Rasulullah said Aina Ali where is Ali he said Yashtaki Aina he is having eye infection then the Rasulullah that is uh, Asked them to brought, that is to bring Ali, and he was brought. Then the Prophet spit on his eyes. He bl- that is he blew on the eyes of Ali, and he get recovered. He said to the Prophet right now what I'm feeling is that it is as if I never had a kind of eye infection. So Rasulullah gave that flag to Ali ibn Abi Talib. And he was suffering from an eye infection. His eyes are that is infected. And blew in his eyes. And then Allah, that is a, heal him. At his, it is as if they were not having any kind of defect. Someone would be saying, oh, meaning uh, an amount of saliva can treat an eye infection. Someone would be saying, then the answer to be given, no. If you look, the one that did, uh, that blew, the one that spit that does uh, blew in the eye of that patient is a specific person. He's a messenger, and he made he, that is he blew that, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala decided that to happen. So if you are saying that the saliva would treat an eye infection, then you need as for you as normal person, you need to do research. You have to verify whether it does or not. There were what we call accidental discoveries. Accidental discoveries are those kind of discoveries that happen unexpectedly. Like uh, that is uh, Fleming, uh, the one of the microbiologist uh, Alexander Fleming. So Alexander Fleming, he was uh, doing research on that is a uh, virus. So momentarily, he saw a kind of inhibit that is inhibit inhibitant zone. And when he verifies, he realizes that this a kind of bacteria that inhi- inhibit the virus, which is pe- penicillin. Penicillin was discovered that is uh, accidentally, and it happens one of the s- scientists also. He was doing an experiment with bacteria. Momentarily, the next day he realized that there is a, a kind of in- a zone of inhibition. And then he was totally confused. How does it happen? Because he incubated the bacteria in a petri plate. And he is asking, how does it happen? 
then he realized that the last night that he was inoculating the plate an eye drop get into that petri plate from his eyes that is an eye droplet so then he get to realize that the eye droplet the tears the tear drop can kill can inhibit that bacteria so these are some of the accidental discoveries so uh, for you to become a good researcher you have to create questions you have to use your sense you have to think you have to be reasoning you have to uh, have a that is a good reason. Do you get it? There are uh, some of the uh, qualities of uh, uh, that is researcher. One, he should have a good that is logic. He should think much more. He should become a person that is having that he is an auspicious person, someone that can look for an answer, someone that can carry equation. Imagine he, uh, for example, someone that would say, how does it? get to the point that a person with an eye infection would get tricked by just a blowing. So with that you have to, if you are a good researcher you can verify. Why? How? You can take an experiment. What are the bacteria? What are the microorganisms that are causing eye infection? Then if you know th those bacteria, then you would incubate those bacteria, try as well to inoculate, to get the sample of the bacteria, inoculate it in a plate and take that is a, a saliva, a sample of saliva, and uh, put it in one of the uh, positions, inoculate it in the plate. So in that case, you would confirm whether the saliva would be able to in, uh, that is, uh, inhibit that bacteria or not. So in that, if it happens, then we get a kind of breakthrough. Because often now people are suffering from eye infection. Indeed, there are treatment for that. But when you get to realize that, you saliva can treat a particular eye infection then with that case uh, you would be able to obtain Nobel Prize even it would be a kind of breakthrough so Allah we are not talking about this as for the life of the Rasulullah there are a lot of lessons based on behavioral sciences uh, sociology philosophy medical expert uh, that is Handasa based of engineering and also architecture I think uh, can you get a real side him there There is a book, a small book, Riyadh Salihin. Yeah, I think. Uh, beneath the Quran, this Quran. Yeah. Down. Uh, check, yeah, that one. Riyadh Salihin. No, the one that you take in the middle. Now. Yeah. So, it happens to the Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi I told someone that the Rasulullah Sallallahu was a kind of architect, uh, artist. And he is a kind of engineer. Because it happens to the extent that the Rasulullah, if he is teaching the Sahaba, he would design, he would that is a, uh, make a diagram for them, for them to have the understanding. So there was a time when the Rasulullah is de describing to them what is mind, what is soul, and what is the motivation and inspiration. And this is the extent that the Rasulullah drew a kind of diagram. The copy of that diagram was written in this and Riyadh Salihin. Let me check this copy of Riyadh Salihin. I know the hadith must uh, definitely it has to uh, Imam so now we try as such to brought that uh, copy of their diagram if you look in other books of hadith also you will see the copy of that diagram 
definitely it has to behave. What is the time now? Seven? Fifteen or fifty? Fifteen. Okay, we have time. We have enough time. Yeah. Now, so this the diagram that the Rasulullah sallallahu to the Sahaba. If you look in the hadith, وعن ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه قال خط النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم خطا مربعا. The Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam drew, he, he drew a kind of, that is a khat, a kind of diagram, murabba'an, that is a rectangular. Murabba'an is rectangular. Rectangular is called murabba'an. Musallas is triangle. So murabba'an, rectangular. If you look, this diagram is rectangular. Do you get it? Wakatta khattan fil wasal. And he drew some lines, lines in the middle. Do you get it? And if you look, these are, uh, yeah, this is, these are the lines in the middle. Do you get it? Then, sigaran ila hadalazi fil wasat. And here are some of the lines that are minute, small ones. That is facing the one that is in the middle. These are the small ones, if you look. Okay. Sigaran lazi fil wasat. Min jani bayhi lazi fil wasat. To the direction from the middle. That's the facing to the direction of the middle. Do you get it? فَقَالَ Then he said, هَذَا الْإِنسَانُ وَهَذَا أَجِلَهُ مُحِيطًا بِهِ This is the, that is the, هَذَا الْإِنسَانُ Let's talk to from the Facebook diagram. هَذَا الْإِنسَانُ Do you get it? هَذَا الْإِنسَانُ Meaning the middle line. The middle line is the insan, is the human. Do you get it? Then he said, هذا الإنسان وهذا أجله مهيط به، and this is his أجل that surrounded him. Do you get it? The أجل of the human surrounded him. أو قد أحاط به أو it surrounded him. وهذا الذي هو خارج and this is this line that went out. That is the line that moved out. He said that أمله. That is his wishes. Meaning the wishes of human is beyond. His agent. That's why anybody that would die, he would have wishes. He may be thinking that I, w I would, uh, if I have a chance, I would change my car. I would. Do you get it? But if Allah Subhanahu wa Taala decide that he would die on that, that his wish wishes would not get. Uh, it would. It won't be accomplished. Do you get it? So meaning, All this that went out from the that is from the box are the wishes of the human. Do you get it? And then he said, وَحَذِهِ الْقُطَاتَ الصِّغَارِ As for the this uh, small lines, that is this small lines that we are seeing, he said that الْأَعْرَاد uh, الْأَعْرَاد uh, These are the dignities. Dignities. فَإِنْ, uh, فإن أَخْطَعَهُ هَذَا دَحَشَهُ نَحَشَهُ هَذَا If this misses him, so this one will get to the human. Meaning these are some of the accident. Do you get it? Some of the incident. Arad means incident. That is dignity. Something that if one of the line misses him, so this another one will reach him. Do you get it? That's why, for example, if you escape death through COVID-19, so another can can. Do you get it? So that's one of the issues. If one, if this one misses him, so the next one will get onto him. When and if this one misses him, this one will. That is a get to him. Imam Bukhari in the Hadith and this is the 
the diagram of it. Do you get it? So these are the, if you look, how are this means the, the happenings, they surrounded the human. This long line inside is the human. Do you get it? Meaning, don't look towards this, this lines, the diagram. The reason why the Rasulullah did not draw the exact diagram of human because mm -hmm. there is an issue related to the diagram of like photo and do you get it? Mm -hmm. So he drew a this, uh, this kind of line and he drew some of the line. He said that this is human and surrounded mm -hmm. by him is Hawadis happening. Do you get it? Mm -hmm. And then uh, here is mouth, mm -hmm. death also. The death also is surrounded mm -hmm. to the human. El always it is chasing the human. And then the insan that is the one inside the middle. Do you get it? So the, this line it moves out, meaning the the wishes of the man that is is beyond his agile, it's beyond his time duration. Do you get it? And likewise, that's how it is. So uh, the the death is directly proportional to the agile of the person. Do you get it? And the, that is the wishes of the person is inversely proportional to his death. Do you get it? So that's how it is. He is passing, his wishes is passing towards a, a happening, towards a direction of happening. Maybe for example, he would have a kind of operation tomorrow, but his agile is surrounded with him. Do you get it? His wishes beyond, it is beyond that, but the, that is his uh, agile is totally stipulated by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you, there are a lot of diagrams that the Rasulullah Sallam, when the, that Allah SWT has revealed to him, So all this ayat, when it was revealed, the Rasulullah drew a kind of diagram. At times he used to design a kind of diagram for them in order for them to have a good understanding. So it's a good method of teaching also. So the Rasulullah drew this kind of diagram to the Sahaba. So that's one of the methods of teaching. And if you look, in some of the book of Hadith, Sahih Bukhari, Sahih Muslim, you see some of the diagram that was written uh, that is uh, in order to explain similar to the writing that the Rasulullah In that time, there is no uh, camera in order to shoot that, uh, that diagram. But what the Sahaba described on how they drew, on how they, they described, that's how it was copied. Do you get it? So that's how the Rasulullah described to them about the death, the happening, and the amal. That is the wishes of human. There are a lot of uh, this kind of examples in the hadith of the Rasulullah and in terms of the sawab al-nuzul, the reason for the revelation of a particular verse. You will come across this kind of issues. So the Rasulullah was a person that was highly qualified in basic terms of knowledge, in basic aspect of knowledge. If you talk about geology he has and there is an eye in geology in medicine he has an eye in me uh, medicine there is a book written ibn nabawi ibn nabawi therapeutic medication there uh, in terms of that is a uh, any that is aspect of science and any aspect of art that is, is having an eye on it do you get it but one thing is that the reason why he dedicated his time in order to establish, to uh, maintain, to teach people the religion, that is his mission. He did not come to teach science, but if he come to teach the science, then he would be the most eloquent scientist, the highly professional scientist, but what he comes with is his together with the science. Do you get it? 
Allah understand. So uh, this other point related to this, he gave Ali the plug, and uh, he was at that moment suffering from an eye infection, and the Prophet blew in his eye, فشفاهم الله and Allah healed him. Allah SWT let that eyes to get recovered. فألم يكن فيه ما شيء it is as if there is nothing in that in those, that is in his eyes. ثم حمل المسلمون على خيبر. Then the Muslims moved towards Khaybar until they conquered it. They sent send away the settlers. That is those people that are living in Khaybar. They took, they obtained huge bounties. Many, as many booties in that. That is in Khaybar. Part of those uh, booties, there is awalim min nuhasim, lead containers, lead containers. Qala lahum Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to them, Iqtasiluha wa tabbakhu fiha. You should wash it and cook in it. It happens, the Prophet comes as how it comes in the hadith. You should wash it, wash it, that is a, and then you cook with it. Meaning, these uh, uh, containers belongs to them from the Ahl Kitab, then you have to wash it before you use it. Do you get it? If a container comes from Ahl Kitab, you have to wash that container before you use that container. Do you get it? So, it happens when they obtain those containers, the forts. And the plates, the Prophet commanded the Sahaba to wash those materials before using the materials. Do you get it? Allah understand. And uh, a typical example that we have is this pot that we are using to cook biryani, like the one, the ones outside, for example. <laughs> the ones outside, so similar to those that, uh, that uh, the Sahaba that is obtained in Khaybar. Allah SWT narrated this incident, uh, the incident of Khaybar in the Quran. Can you? Uh, Remember the surah, surah al-hashir. <laughs> it is the surah that narrated the incident of Khaybar. وَذَنُّوا مَانِعَتَهُمْ حِسُونُهُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَذَنُّوا مَانِعَتَهُمْ حِسُونُهُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ فَعَتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ حَيْسُ لَمْ يَحْتَسِبُ They taught their walls would defend them, but luck arrived to them in a way that they did not expect. You know, we mentioned in the beginning, they were having walls. Their city was surrounded with walls. They were demolishing their houses with their hands, so idle mu'minin and the hands of the believers. We should reflect on you, the people of sight, meaning the people of vision. So Allah SWT described the incident of Khaybar. It was conquered in the hand of Ali. Do you get it? Yes. As Ayla, Mal Razwati Lati Hadasat Fisayat Sabi Atun al Hijra. What are the expedition that took place in the seventy after Hijrah. Khaybar. Khaybar. Would you consent with which kind of reason the Rasul moved out that is he went to Khaybar? Yeah, because what they Do I mean? Do you get it? No. 
ماذا فعل المسلمون حينما وصلوا إلى حصون خيبر؟ What the Muslims did when they arrived to the walls of Khaybar? Exactly, for six days. ماذا فعلوا بعد ذلك؟ What have they done afterwards? Exactly. من من أعطى رسول الله عليه وسلم غاية. Whom did he give the flag to? علي رضي الله عنه. ماذا حصل بعد ذلك؟ What happened afterwards? They conquered Khaybar. You get it? Now that's what happened. And they took booties. Example of those booties that you have taken. Yeah, exactly. So, Fatihu Padak, Wasilhu Taima, Wagazwatu Wadil Kor. Fatihu Padak, the conquest of Padak. What is Padak? Padak Baldatum Bainaha Wabainal Medina Tayoman. It's a place, it's a locality. Between that locality and Medina is a journey of two days. That is Padak. وبينها وبين خيبر دون 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 مرحلة. And between that locality and خيبر is دون مرحلة. It is a kind of journey that is not a long journey. Do you get it? It was not distance. It was not far away from خيبر. And but between Medina and that. Locality is the journey of two days. Do you get it? Wa tayma, sulhu tayma, reconciliation of tayma. What is tayma? Mawdu'un qareebun bim baadiyat al-hijaz. That is mawdu'un qareeb. It's a closest locality. It's a closest place bim baadiyat al-hijaz. That is located in the forest of hijaz. Yakhruju minha ila sham. Yakhruju minha ila sham. That is uh, linking towards Sham. From that forest, it links that forest link to Sham. Now, on the way to the city of Balqa. So, and what is Wadil Qura? Qura between the Medina and Sham. It's a kind of that is colony between Medina, the city of Medina, and Sham. So, all this happened. That is a uh, بعد فتح خيبر after the conquest of خيبر طلب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من يهود فرق الطاعة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم from the يهود فرق that is to obey him meaning obedience he requested them to obey his terms and that is and rules فصالحه على حقن دمائهم have a kind of reconciliation with him for the purpose of saving their blood Meaning he would secure their blood, he will not fight them. But that's what they requested from the Rasulullah. And he would not that is a uh, talk he will not uh, take their wealth. Meaning they he, he would secure their their blood and their wealth. Meaning there would be no any war between themselves. That's between them and Muslims. When the Yahud of Taima heard about that ما حل بيهود خيبر of what happened to the Yahud of خيبر سأله الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم على دفع الجزية 
they have a kind of reconciliation with the Rasul in regards to giving taxes. They said that they would give taxes. They live in their homes in a peaceful and harmonious living. So that's what has happened as for them. When they heard what happened to their brothers in Khaybar, so they decided because they are wise people. They came to the Rasulullah they said that they would be given taxes, but they would let so he should allow them to live in their place, but by giving taxes. Do you get it? Yeah. Rasulullah invited the people of Wadi Al-Qura for them to come to obedience. فَعَبَوْ they denied, they refused. فَقَاتَلُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ and they fight the Muslims. فَقَاتَلَهُمْ الْمُسْلِمُونَ and the Muslims also they fight them. وَغَنَمُوا مِنْهُمْ خَسِيرًا and they took from them a huge bo- that is booty. ثُمَّ تَرَكَ الْرَسُولَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ الْأَرْضَ لِأَهْلِهَا then the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم lived the land for its honors. يَزْرَعُونَهَا so that they should farm in that land. They should take their agricultural activities in the land. Do you get it? بِشَطْرِمْ مَا يَخْرِجُونَ مِنْهَا But with the half of what they would harvest from it. This is one of the strategy. He allowed them to cultivate the land. But anything that comes from that land, they would take the half. Do you get it? What they're supposed to do in the region, since that it is the land doesn't belong to him at that moment, he is the one ruling over that land, then he's supposed to send them out, but he favored them. He allowed them to cultivate in their lands. But they would take half of what they cultivated. Do you get it? So that's the issue of tax. Do you get it? The issue of that is tax. And that's how he, he does to the land of Khaybar. Do you get it? فَعَمِلَ الْمُسْلِمُونَ شَرَّ الْيَهُودِ The Muslims, they, they, they got saved from the evil of the Yahud. وَرَدَوْا إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ They get returned back to the city of Medina. مُؤَيِّدِينَ ظَافِرِينَ They were being supported, ظَافِرِينَ They were being, that is victorious. They returned back to the city of Medina with a great honu. ظافرين and being victorious. Do you get it? أسئلة question. ماذا فعل رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم بعد فتح خيبر? What رسول صلى الله عليه وسلم did after the conquest of خيبر? نعم and فدك and then there are three localities. Wadi Al-Qura, Fadak, and which one? What is the name of that locality? We mentioned three. Wadi Fadak, Taima, and that is a Wadi Al-Qura. Do you get it? No. Maza fa'alati Yehud Taima ba'da an sami'u ma'halla bi Yehud Khaybar? What the Yehud of Taymah did when they heard about what happened to the Yehud of Khaybar? Um, they, they said uh, they should leave them in the locality so that they can be free of. Uh, exactly. Did the Muslims die to fight them? No. 
كيف أصبح المسلمون بعد ذلك؟ How did uh, the Muslims become afterwards? They become victorious. Do you get it? Then Umrat al-Qada. The retrieval of that is the Umrah. The retrieval Umrah. That is retrieval Umrah. دم أحلذ القعدة من السنة السابعة. When the month of القعدة arrived from the seventieth, خرج قصوص الله عليه وسلم بمن معه ليقدوا أمرتهم. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam went together with those that were together with him in order to accomplish their umrah. التي ملأهم المشركون. The one that the مشركون that is a denied them on that is on. منها في صلح الحديبية during the reconciliation of حديبية. وقد حمل معه من هذه المغة السيلة. But in this journey he took along with him weapons. Do you get it? خوفا من قدر قريشي. Would you afraid of the betrayal of Quraysh? Maybe they would betray. That is that promise. Because what they said in that time that he will not perform the Umrah this year. Do you get it? So the next year he can perform the Umrah. ولما وصل إلى منجز الحرام. When they arrived to a particular place by the name منجز الحرام، علمت قريش بقدومه. وريش they get notice on his arrival. فخافت it gets scared. The Quraysh they get scared. They were terrified. وأرسلت له شبان منها. They sent some of the youth, some teenagers, to the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم. قالوا له they said to him يا محمد أي محمد ماذا أريفت بالغدر صغيرا ولا كبيرا. ما أريفت بالغدر صغيرا ولا كبيرا. You were not known with betrayal since when you were young and when you become adult. وإنا لم نهدث حدثا. And we did not start with any kind of expedition. وأكبرهم الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم أنه يريد الأمرة لا قتاله. The Rasul informed them that he does not that he he don't. He is not in need of any woe but to perform Umrah. Do you get the logic? They thought he came for woe, but he said to them, He come for Umrah. When the that is the when it comes nearer the Muslimin, the entrance of the Muslims to Mecca, the city of Mecca, the Mushrikun Aminha. The Mushrikin they move away from the city of Mecca, they run. Because they saw the Rasulullah in a huge population and along with them they were carrying weapons. Do you get it? Karihina Muyat al Muslimina Trufuna Bilbait al Haram. They had to look towards the Muslims while psychomemplating in the Bait al Haram. So that's one of the reasons why they moved out from the city of Mecca. فدخل المسلمون بأسلحتهم آمنين. The Muslims entered into the city of Mecca بأسلحتهم with their swords, with their weapons, آمنين peacefully. محلقين رؤوسهم. They shaved their hair. That is, they 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 trimmed their hairs. مقصرين they locked the hair. They cut the hair. That is, they trimmed the hair. ثم رجعوا بعد ثلاثة أيام and then they get returned after three days. 
Do you get it? So that's one of the issue of Umrah. Umrah is not like the Hajj. The Hajj, the Manasik Hajj, that is you have to accomplish within that those, day, those days of Hajj. But as for Umrah, you can do Umrah within a single day. Do you get it? So you can do it within a single day. So that's Umrah. Anytime you can do Umrah. But the best Umrah is during the month of Ramadan. It comes with huge reward. Do you get it? And if uh, your Umrah gets accepted in the month of Ramadan, it is similar to that is Al Hajj. That is similar to the pilgrimage. Do you get it? Yesterday we mentioned some of the significant points related to the Hajj. What is the purpose of performing the Hajj? We mentioned that is for the uh, for them to know each other, for the Muslims to get to know each other. When they come from different places, they get to the, that is Haram al-Makki, they would be able to know each other, to know their values, their common values. And also, for them to get united. Do you get it? So that's the purpose. So that's why you would see any person that want to disunite the Muslims, he would, that is a, a tal, issue of pilgrim. Do you get it? And that's one of the reasons why the issue of pilgrimage, the expensive, the trip becomes so expensive now. Do you get it? Because if, like for example, the cost of the trip would be less, so there would be more people that they would do the Hajj, and uh, that would establish unity and also uh, understanding of each other. And the level of the conflict would get decreased. So the reason why the that is the pilgrims, uh, the pilgrims are less. Their population is less if you compare them with the population of all of the Muslims. Do you get it? So suppose, for example, if like the population will get multiplied more than as how it was in this days, uh, years, so the level of complaint will get reduced because uh, usually what is happening if you are in Africa, would be thinking that you are the only person that is practicing the religion. <laughs> That's what you would be thinking. You would be thinking just the Arab they were enjoying and you would be thinking the Europeans were and if you are in Europe you would be thinking that you are the one that is that is that is practicing. You are the practicing Muslim. And but if you come to the Hajj you would see in terms of Ibadah you you would downgrade yourself. That's how it is. You will see an old man Allah understand praying without taking a relief. You would see someone a teenager that prays without taking a relief. So that's how it is. So if you are feeling that you are a practicing person, if you go to Hajj, you would see. You would confirm whether you are well practicing or not. Do you get it? And uh, you would understand the cultures of other people. That's one of the significant uh, information related to Hajj. Now, so uh, Al-Hawadis, happenings in that seventh year. A Jewish lady gave out as a gift to the Rasulullah alayhi wa sallam ashatim masmuma a meal which was prepared from God that was poison. She gave a poisonous meal that contained God, that is God meat to the Rasulullah alayhi wa sallam. فَأَخَذَ مِنْهَا مُدْغَ He took a scoop from it. Summa Lapazaha. And then he spoke to that scoop. 
to that that is made ba'da an u'lima annaha masmuma after he was notified that it was that is a uh, poisonous in the riwayah it comes when the food was brought the Rasulullah come the call the attention of the Sahaba for them to eat the, the meat. Momentarily before the Rasulullah take the meat, one among the Sahaba he already took a meat and he ate the meat. Momentarily at that particular instant he died. When he, before the Rasulullah eat, he is about to put that scoop in his mouth, the that mudra, that uh, side of the that is the meat. It spoke to the Rasulullah said, Ya Rasulullah la ta'akulni. O you the Prophet, do not eat me. Fa'innani masmuma. I was poisonous. That is, I'm poisonous. So the Rasulullah he spoke to that particular, that is meat. Badan u'lima annaha masmuma. After he get notice that it is poisonous. Wa akala minha suhabiyun famata liwqatihi. The companion ate from that and he died instantaneously. فَحْتَجَمَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ فَحْتَجَمَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ The Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم That is get to recover Meaning فَحْتَجَمَ The Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم get uh, what we call cough That is you know uh, coughing You know coughing? Coughing They use a kind of material in order to Take away That is the dead cells of the red blood cells Do you get it? You know coping? In, in those age, they, those uh, time, uh, those age, they use a kind of horn. You know horn of animal? They use it, they would make an, a kind of incision, and they would put the, the horn in order to draw, they have to move the blood. But now, due to the development, they were using glass cups, some, some kind of containers like glass, in order to remove that blood. So the Prophet did that after that incident. Do you get it? وَطَلَبَ الْمَرْأَةُ الَّتِي فَعَلَتْ هَذِهِ الْفِعْلَةِ And he looked, he searched for that woman that did that action. Do you get it? يَسْأَلُهَا أَنْ سَوَبِ ذَلِكَ He was asking her about the reason for that. فَأَجَابَتْ And she answered. قُلْتُ إِنْ كَانَ نَبِيًّا فَلَيَّ دُرُهُ I said, if he is indeed a messenger, that will not harm him. وَإِنْ كَانَ كَأَيْهِ and if he is a liar, then Allah would give us relief with due his consent. Meaning, if he is a liar, he would die. So that's what she did to try the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Rasul, indeed, he ate from the food. But it does not affect the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So do you get the logic? She said, the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked her, what is the reason, why do you do this? Okay. Inshallah.